We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. What did this? What caused this England? What created it? What method? How did it come about? And his name? Well, just the name of Jesus? No, notice what it said. Through faith in his name. There's that word faith again. Faith in what? His name? See, people use the name of Jesus very often, but they don't have any faith in it. It's just words. It's just words. I think maybe they think the name of Jesus is sort of like a rabbit foot or a horseshoe. You know, hang it up over the door and have good luck. Amen. Carry a rabbit foot around with me, you know, for a good luck, you know. Here's a good luck piece. You carry that, you know. Amen. Well, the name of Jesus is all like that. It's all like a good luck charm. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. No, no. You see, you don't have any faith in it, so it don't work. And his name through faith in his name. Hallelujah has made this man strong. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Seven Things You Should Know About Divine Healing, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So without going any further, that's enough right there. I can give you some other scripture that proves to you that the elders... You see, it's very unscriptural to take businessmen and laymen and put them in the office of an elder. Absolutely true. They have no anointing to fill that office of overseer. There's an anointing goes with it. People are anointed and put into offices by the Holy Ghost, not by man. Well, uh, let him call for the elder church. But, but see, you might not always be able to, to get a hold of a, an overseer or a bishop or a pastor are one who has the oversight, you see, of the flock. So if two of you can agree, and you can, thank God. Or the other method, call for the elder of the church. Let them pray over him, knowing the name of the Lord, to prayer of faith to save the sick, the Lord shall raise him up. Hallelujah. And if he committed sins, shall be forgiven. But you know, that's not all. Read the next verse. Read the next verse. Confess your faults one to another, one to another. This is talking about laymen now in the church. And pray ye one for another. That's just talking about everybody, isn't it? That's just talking about people, not elders, not pastors, not preachers, not apostles, not prophets. Pray one for another that you may be healed. So it's scriptural to pray for one another. I said it's scriptural to pray for one another, isn't it? That you may be healed. For what purpose? That you may be healed. That would be another method. You see, now bear in mind that we've already given you the best and, and great faith. And if your faith is up to the place that it can be called great, then you can just take healing on your own. You don't need anybody's prayer, mine, anybody else's, even one another praying for you. What did he say? Your word's sufficient. Just speak the word. My servant will be healed. Hallelujah. I'm not found so great faith. See? But if your faith's not there, well, don't moan and groan about it. Bless God, drop back down here to one of these other levels. Get somebody to agree with you. Get the saints to pray one for another. Get the elders to anoint with you all. See, these are four or five different methods here. Jesus himself said, you know, in that day, talking about the day we're living in, in John 16, 23 and 24, in that day, ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive. Glory to God, that your joy may be full. So every believer ought to know that they have the right to ask God, their Heavenly Father, for healing or any other blessing that He's promised. 
And if he asks in the name of Jesus, he's got an absolute guarantee of the answer. Praise the Lord. And then another thing is, we need to realize this. Here's another method. We need to realize this, that Jesus said, and we'll hook both of these together now. Uh, Jesus said, uh, told us, that we had a right to use his name. You remember there in John 14, uh, the 11th, 12th verse, Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the works that I do, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. Now notice the next verse. If you'll ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Amen. That's simply by using the name of Jesus. You know, like Peter at the gate called Beautiful. You know, he didn't pray for that man. Remember that crippled man, the lame man at the gate called Beautiful, third chapter? Peter and John didn't pray for that man. They didn't anoint him with oil. They didn't lay hands on the fellow. They said, such as I have, give I thee. The man's begging alms. He looked on them and asked for an alms. Peter fast his eyes on him and said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. Well, what does he have? Well, first he's got the name of Jesus. Glory to God, doesn't he? He has the name of Jesus. Now then, remember all these scriptures I read to you on faith. This notice here now. Peter said, such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ, and as I rise up and walk. Now notice a little later on in that chapter, Peter said, when the people gathered together, the man was healed, you know that, went into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. And when the crowd ran together, Peter said, why look on us? Why look on us as though by our own power, our holiness, we'd made this man to walk? Notice the 16th verse. He said, in his name, Acts 3, 16, and his name. What did this? What caused this healing? What created it? What method? How did it come about? And his name. Well, just the name of Jesus? No, notice what it said, through faith in his name. There's that word faith again. Faith in what? His name. See, people use the name of Jesus very often, but they don't have any faith in it. That's right. It's just words. It's just words. I think maybe they think the name of Jesus is sort of like a rabbit foot or a horseshoe, you know, hang it up over the door and have good luck. Amen. Carry a rabbit foot around with me, you know, for good luck, you know. Here's a good luck piece. You carry that, you know. Amen. Well, the name of Jesus is all like that. It's sort of like a good luck charm. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. No, no. You see, you don't have any faith in it, so it don't work. And his name through faith in his name. Hallelujah has made this man strong. Glory to God. So we have the right in the name of Jesus to demand our, our deliverance. Now, notice also in connection with, with the name of Jesus, another method of ministering healing, which is laying on the hands. Remember Jesus said in Mark 16, 18. Well, Mark 16, 15, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name. In my name. Now the 18th verse said one of the signs is they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. In my name they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That belongs to all believers. That belongs to all believers. Amen. Now then another method of course of obtaining healing through the word of God. We're talking about through the word of God. Is of course that uh, the Lord manifests himself through gifts of healings, through working of miracles, through what we call spiritual gifts or spiritual manifestations. Now, I want you to notice something about this now. They operate by the sovereignty of God. I can't operate them. They may be manifested through me, but I can't operate them. 
Sure, I've been there when they were manifested through me. If it's me doing it, I'd do it every service. That's the reason you don't put it in your power to do it. Because you may miss it. Because you don't know. God knows all things. Well, now, uh, notice in that fourth, we're going to come back to that illustration now. The fourth chapter, Mark, we read there. Jesus had gone into the little boat with his disciples to cross the Sea of Galilee over to Capernaum. And he said to them, let us pass over to the other side. And then he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillar. There arose a great storm of wind. Now the waves beat into the ship. And they awakened him. Now notice this. They awakened him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, just on his own, not because of their faith. He arose and rebuked the wind and said, Peace be still. And there was a great calm. And then he rebuked them and said to them, why are you so fearful? Now, get this. How is it that you have no faith? Yeah, you know the Lord will work sometimes when there's no faith. Did you get that? They didn't have any faith. He said they didn't, didn't he? I mean, he worked a miracle, didn't he? That's working a miracle, you see. The storm ceased. Immediately there was a great calm. Amen. You'll find that God will initiate healings on his own. And they'll work where there is no faith. Amen. But now don't sit around and wait for that to happen because it may happen and it may not happen. Nobody has a guarantee because you could die while you're waiting. Get up and move on the word of God. Bless God and receive the blessing from the Lord. Well, now just why do things like that happen anyway when, when there's no faith, when folks didn't even necessarily expect to get healed? Of course, they weren't opposed to it or anything. Well, you see, God knows the future better than you do. He knows the future better than you know the past. So you can go back in the past and know what happened, don't you? But he even knows the future better than you know the past. Because you may forget something that happened until somebody reminds you of it and said, oh yeah, I forgot that. And there's some things you want to forget anyway. Don't you? Uh, some things you wish you could forget about the past. Don't you? Amen. But he knows the future. Why don't we just leave those things in God's hands and say, thank God he's, he knows what he's doing. Praise the Lord. Now, if nothing is is initiated, if the Holy Ghost doesn't initiate on anything on your behalf, though, you don't have to wait for something. Bless God, know what the Bible said. You see, very often God won't initiate anything for you because you know. He expects you to walk in light of what you know. Amen. See, He doesn't want you to be a baby. You know, you wouldn't think anything at all of, of somebody here with a baby or a small child holding them in their arms or rocking them. But you can take this usher right here. What if his mother's here and he's sitting in the lap, you know, on her, patting him, you know, feeding him a bottle? You'd say, that awful? Grown man never did develop mentally. See, the same thing true spiritually. Well, thank God for manifestations of the Holy Ghost. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
first in this month's offer is the Kenneth E. Hagen Legacy Bible, a beautiful soft leather bound Bible with his 26 original lessons on faith and a memorable portrait. Also, four CDs from the Hagen family that include How to Grow in Love by Kenneth W. Hagen, The Lord Our Peace by Lynette Hagen, from Craig Hagen, Healing Belongs to You, and finally from Denise Hagen Burns, New Seasons, all for the special radio price of $140. Call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. Again, call toll free 1 888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Crusade time. We're going to be January the 23rd through the 25th, Sunday through Tuesday at Lake Worth, Florida at Believer's Victory Church, Pastors Scott and Peggy Hill. Yep. And then we're going to move over to St. Augustine, Florida on the uh, Wednesday. 26th, mm -hmm. Wednesday mm -hmm. through Friday night, the 28th at Anchor Faith Church, Pastors Earl and Marcy Glisson. And then we are staying over yes. and we'll be preaching there on Sunday morning in a special, special service there as they have uh, purchased the, the property there. Yes. And it's going to be a special dedication celebration type service, service. Yes. or celebration service, we call it. So, hey, come on down to Florida and, and spend a, a week with us That's here. Right. That, right should there. be warm. It should be warm. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.